What's up, world? Welcome to My Dukes and Son. I'm Ziggy Blackwell. And I am Jeanette Blackwell. And welcome to 2024. Brand new episode, brand new year, mom. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And an even year. I do good with the even years. Okay. The, the even year. So I feel really good about uh, 2024. Uh, how was your holiday? Oh, well, you know, you came over. I mean, <laughs> you came Did over. Did you enjoy my food. company? Let me, t- let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all for viewers. Uh, Padu showed up with turkey legs. Uh, turkey legs and uh, barbecue stew. turkey Barbe- legs. Oh yeah, barbecue uh, <laughs> turkey legs. Uh, uh, stewed uh, uh, vegetables. Uh, rolls. Um, the the dessert was phenomenal. Um, that cheesecake. Oh, uh, cheesecake. I, I found <laughs> a wonderful cheesecake recipe. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I was still on my mind, I was laughing. My dudes came in the door, and before I take a coat, she go to the kitchen, and she ready to get to it. <laughs> she ready to, she ready to set the plates out, turn the oven on, let me warm it up, and everything. And I'm like, Mom, let's wait a minute. We got, we got appetizers. <laughs> we got appetizers and everything. But she was, she wanted to get to it. Um, but let me tell you, like it was, it was phenomenal. Uh, the food was great. We joked around and joked around. Uh, she we was probably the loudest people in the building, huh? What you oh think? my goodness! Um, but before we get move any further, you got to tell our viewers about your uh, cake or whatever turned your cookies that turned. <laughs> oh, I own it. I did it. I did it. I did it. So. There's a tradition that me and my dukes have, which is to make Christmas cookies the day before um, Christmas. So on Christmas Eve, typically we'll make cookies and watch um, our favorite holiday movie, which is It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Um, I had plans this year, so we couldn't get together and make uh, Christmas cookies together. But what I ended up doing is I take it upon myself to try to make the cookies late at night um, on Christmas Eve and just I said, I'll do it myself, you know, without my dude's help. So I get my batter together and everything. And then I like figure out that, wait a minute, my batter is a little bit too, too, too milky. You know, I can't, <laughs> you can't get the dough together. You know, it's just, it's, 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 it's milky. It's like, it's oozing and everything. So I'm like, well, I guess I can't make these cookies. I'm going to just make some bread. (laughs) Make it do what it do. I took my batter. I took my batter and prepared it in a a bread pan and everything. And what ended up being snickerdoodle cookies ended up being snickerdoodle bread. So (laughs) it was actually quite good. That's the funny part. That it turned out to be very good. So I think we stumbled on a new holiday uh, dessert. We might have to punch it up a little bit. You know, I got some ideas to punch it up a little bit. But I think the basic of it, uh, if you could uh, manage to make that work again, I could punch it up a little bit for you. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, I, I think I needed more flour um, because yeah. it just it wasn't working out. Uh, but we made it what it was. Um, we, we don't throw food away in the Blackwell house. <laughs> we don't throw food away. We'll remix it and come up with something else. And that's what we did. That's we, right. we remixed those cookies and it turned into snickerdoodle bread. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was great. It was great. Um, you know, my if you think about it, this was the first year that we really didn't even watch the sports games. We was laughing and joking. Yes. Um, yes. We didn't even turn on the games. Turned on we, 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 Temptations. We turned the games on, but we just weren't engaged. Yep. Let's put it like that. The games were on, but we weren't engaged. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we mm -hmm. might have looked over at, at a score a time or two, but we just weren't totally engaged because we were having so much outside fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so to our viewers, we hope that you're uh, Christmas um, and your overall holidays, let's just say just the holidays um, overall, whatever you celebrate, uh, however you celebrate, we all hope that your holidays was as memorable as ours. Um, that includes our family um, in Ohio and in uh, Georgia. Um, yeah. Shout out to them. Uh, but to our viewers, we hope that your holiday was as memorable as ours was. Um. Jumping in is 2024. So again, you know, we took a, a little bit of a, a time off a little bit, but we picking mm -hmm. up back in 2024. So as always, we want to thank our listeners who continuously tune in and support us, whether it be on our social media platform. Again, we're available on Facebook and uh, Instagram, but then you can also check out our full episodes on Spotify and Apple yeah. Podcasts. So again, we grow as you spread the word. So again, uh, we hope that you continue to uh, tell a friend about my Dukes and Son. Uh, yes. Before we jump and in, if I, I would pick back off of ahead, that. Mom. I want to thank our numbers on Spotify were just so incredible, and uh, the the international attention that we garnered. I want to thank our viewers for that, especially those numbers were just just uh, so impressive. So I'm very proud of what we did internationally as well yeah. as uh, domestically. Absolutely. Ghana, something's going on in Ghana. Uh, we have some yeah. type of uh, strong following, unique following yeah. in, in, in Ghana, according to our analytics. Yes. Uh, whatever's going on in Ghana, we we thank you. Uh, you we sure do. Mm -hmm. We sure do. Yes. Well, jumping in, this is going to be a unique episode because typically we break our uh, full episodes into segments where sometimes we dive into sports and then we'll air it out on anything from sports to world news, politics and entertainment. But ain't not if you are living under the rock, in case you're living under the rock and I'm guessing you're not, ain't nothing going on in the world right now other than Club Shay Shay interview with Cat <laughs> <Catwood. laughs> Nothing's going All on right now other than that. They broke the internet, man. They they he been <laughs> he been trending on the internet for the last couple days. So <laughs> we are going to commit this entire episode to airing it out on the interview between Shannon Sharp um, and Cat Williams on Club Shay Shay, and that's what we're gonna do. Spend this whole episode unpacking our thoughts on that. Before we dive into the actual interview, though, um. Ma, we got to give Shannon Sharp, um, he's already received his flowers, but um, oh. he is um, someone that I watch even just to get um, some 
some thoughts on how to even grow our platform a little bit because yeah. he's magnificent. Yeah, his interview skills magnificent. No, his they are growing. Is magnificent. They are growing. Mm -hmm. And 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 uh, I want to congratulate him on uh, how well uh, things are going over at uh, not only in Club Shay Shay but also uh, with his work with Stephen A. Mm -hmm. On first take. On first take, yes. Mm -hmm. And we have been saying this going back to season one, Ma, yeah. um, that he had clearly outgrown Undisputed and his time with Skip Bayless. Yes. Yeah, clear. And I think that there was some jealousy in that. And to see that, mm -hmm. to see him um, separate from Undisputed and Fox um, mm -hmm. and elevate his platform once yeah. more shows that um, he's real. This is yeah. not temporary. Real. He's real. Yeah. He's and real. even, Ma, if you want to think about it, I don't know if you even follow, there's a there's an extension of Club Shay Shay um, where he yes, does what's I called the nightcap. The night, the nightcap. Mm -hmm. And even that uh, uh, with uh, Ocho Cinco. Yes. And, and even fans. that is growing. Even that is growing in its popularity. The after, mm -hmm. I call it the, the aftermath. <laughs> it is all. The, the aftermath, the clearing of the smoke. <laughs> they do. They. It is. That's a good way to say it, Ma. It is the clearing of the smoke. Uh, shoot, I don't want to. We don't have to talk about it. But the interview that they did with Deion Sanders, yes, was hilarious. Uh, yeah, that was that was a good one. I still laugh about yeah. it. But this latest interview with comedian, um, all time great comedian, by the way, um, Cat Williams. Um, has certainly broken the internet with over 2 million views in 24 hours, and obviously yeah. it's still growing. Uh, Ma, you said you watched it several times, right? I watched it several times. I even watched the short clippings, uh, mm -hmm. but I watched the, the, the entire episode a couple of times, But and because he dropped uh, some, some gems. He is very intelligent. Let's just throw that out there. Mm -hmm. Very conversational, very intelligent. He says he reads about uh, uh, 3,000 books a, a month or something. I'm, I'm not sure what those numbers are, but you can tell that this man is well read mm -hmm. and doesn't open his mouth unless he knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. He drops some, some, some very, very poetic gems throughout the uh, that, that have turned into quotes. Mm -hmm. Many people are quoting him, mm -hmm. uh, quoting him uh, now. So uh, yeah, the, you can tell that uh, he's, he is the real deal. Whether you like him or not, he's the real deal. So, so with that, um, you know, he talked about um, uh, many things and some, you know, are turning very controversial and, and, and I don't want to jump into that um, just yeah. yet. What I want to start off with is, um, as a reminder to our viewers, my Dukes has um, a long history um, in um, theater um, uh -huh. in one of the largest networks in the country, Chicago. Um, and that's where I want to start this off a little bit okay. um, by talking a little bit about um, the first question I want to just throw out is, 
what I gathered, my first reaction was, it always appears that every so often, um, black comedians tend to get into some type of, of beef, um, some type of disagreement that airs out grievances and everything, and it goes back and forth. And I don't always see that. And I can't remember the last time I saw that with white comedians. Now, I do understand that it is not the same pathway um, as a white comedian as it would be to a black comedian. I mean, that just goes back to the days of minstrel shows and everything. Yeah. What it took for a black um, a black entertainer um, mm -hmm. to to elevate versus a white entertainer and everything like that. But as someone who has um, navigated um, theater in Chicago, you work with agents. Um, and I'm sure that there's been times where you've been asked to audition and, and play a character that you de didn't necessarily agree with and everything like that. So I okay. kind of want to just unpack that a little bit. Of, okay. do, you think, do you think that there is some substance in what Cat Williams was talking about in terms of a different pathway that some Black entertainers take versus others? And is there a problem with that? Um, but Take this, start it off however yeah. you want, just but I want you to make sure you you answer that question. There is definitely uh that that's a very great question. Give me your credential too, Ma. Uh, before you answer that question, um, because I certainly didn't do you justice. Ma, give your credentials of your theatric background. Well, uh, uh I've been acting now for over 40 years, educated theatrically at uh, HBCU, Central State University in Wilberforce, Ohio, uh, moved to Chicago in 1978, uh, and uh, uh, have been a part of the Chicago theater community since that time. Uh, I've been nominated for awards, won awards, uh, uh, segued into film, uh, play directing. So I have a, a, a great deal of history, Some commercials, uh, commercials uh, and so on and so forth. Um, so I feel like I have skin in the game uh, to talk about it. And those of you who want to uh, check out my credentials, as Cat Williams says, go on IBDM and uh, look up uh, Jeanette Blackwell and you will see my resume. Uh, you can also follow me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, the new Twitter platform, and uh, threads. You can also follow my uh, what I'm doing on those uh, platforms as well. To get back to your question, there is certainly a discontent among African-American stand-up comedians today. Now, having said that, I want to go back to the early days of comedians. I'm back there with uh, the early works of Red Fox, even before he got his television show with Sanford and Son. I, I remember the Red Fox records, Bill Cosby's uh comic records, comedians were doing stand-up as well as records. Flip Wilson? There, yes, Flip Wilson, uh, uh, George uh, Kirby. The, I can pretty much uh, name them all. Uh, 
people that you probably wouldn't know unless you looked at some of the black exploitation movies, because many of them from their stand-up years went on to do uh, black exploitation films like Uptown Saturday Night, Let's Do It Again. Uh, and uh, there seemed to be a camaraderie there. There was no beef. People reached back and brought people. Red Fox brought a lot of people that he was on the Chitlin circuit with onto Sanford and Son. They had no backgrounds in television. Didn't Richard Pryor do the same thing with Paul Moody, John Witherspoon? Richard Pryor came along a little bit after uh, Red Fox had his show because Red Fox's show was doing so well that they started reaching back and grabbing other uh, African-American medians and giving them uh, uh, television shows. That short-lived what as Richard Pryor's show was because he was Richard Pryor. And he they censored him a lot, and he said, this ain't for me. I think he did maybe one or two seasons before he uh, was canceled. And he pretty much just canceled himself. Mm -hmm. uh, you, had, you had comedians just reaching back and grabbing people and pushing people along. Paul Mooney could have been bigger than what Paul Mooney was. But Paul Mooney pushed Richard because Richard Pryor seemed to be uh, catching fire with white Hollywood. And so uh, Paul Mooney, when they would go to the the, the, the uh, comic clubs and try their material, Paul Mooney always closed the show out. Okay. That's how big he was. Everybody went on before Paul Mooney. Nobody had the closer. The closer mean you were top dog. Almost like Bernie Mac. Yes. You know, yes. during the Kings of Comedy. Get in there. We'll, we'll bring that in, in a minute. <laughs> Give the, the, the our audience who might not know the history of stand-up in terms of the Black comedian. That is where they were coming up. Fast forward. I want to go into the pretty much the late 80s. It was still carrying on, even with um, Eddie Murphy and Harlem Nights. Again, he reached back and got those that were before him. Richard Pryor, Red Fox, even Della Reese, who was no comedian, but certainly a great singer. She was a, a, a singer mm -hmm. who had segued into doing film. He reached back and grabbed a lot of them. Sandman from the from uh, the Apollo. The, mm -hmm. the old guy. Little, yeah, he had a little small little uh, yeah, cameo. He had a little small mm -hmm. role. Mm -hmm. So that was still carrying on. Fast forward to now. There is a discontent and discord among African American comedians that I have to say it's created by Hollywood because everybody's jockeying for position. That's what Cat Williams is talking about, the gatekeepers. Yes. Everybody's jockeying for position because the these gatekeepers 
determine how far you swim and how fast you sink. Mm -hmm. There is almost like a contract within a contract that you get. I'm going to make you popular, but I got this ace in the hole card that if you don't do what I say, when I say it, and the way I say it, we can cancel you. The young folks call it the cancel culture. Mm -hmm. There seems to be a lot of that in terms of who makes it and who doesn't. And well, that, can we, can we, that creates dissension in the ranks. That creates dissension in the ranks. When comedians see other comedians taking off and they feel like they don't, well, I got more laughs at the comedy club than he got. I'm more popular at the comedy club than he is. But all of a sudden, he's getting movie deals and TV specials with the major networks and the major cable shows. And I've been on the grind. receiving more accolades and it just creates that and these powers that be take that and feed off of it they 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 create a whole new legs of growth for to keep the separation going because it keep creates it it it, it keeps money in their pocket Keeps you know negative negative publicity is sometimes better than good publicity, and oftentimes more. Well, then one 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 could answer: Does that also keep someone relevant? Make it no, keeps make, them relevant. Make, make 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 no mistake. It keeps them relevant because no mistake. social now, now, media now, well, carries that. No, but what I know what I was saying is, Cat Williams appears to be doing well with his uh, comedy tours anyway. All right. He always have been. Yeah, he always, always. So I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say that he was fighting for relevancy, but what I will say is when these, when these battles and, and come, uh, come every now come around and everything, mm -hmm. you know, it does create a little bit again of an elevated platform and makes the, 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 the relevancy of that person even more now. Hollywood may benefit off of that, you know, in terms of advertisements and everything like that. But so exactly. does the person. So does the person who makes the comment. Exactly. So the so does the person who makes the comment versus the person who the comment is 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 against. Correct. It elevates them with certain audiences because let's 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 just break that down even further. You're gonna have some that are loyal to Kevin Hart no matter what he does. That he can do no wrong. Versus, and you're gonna have some comedians that say, "Cat Williams is Cat Williams, and he ain't lying." Now that bothered me. That that that, that, that and so forth, and he has his loyal fan base. So they're gonna maintain their loyal fan base. I don't necessarily think that this latest dust up, if you will, if you, I don't want to diminish what Cat Williams is 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 saying, but 
I don't think that it is going to take away from the loyal fan base that any comedian that he drew out. I don't think it's going to that that it's going to necessarily take away their loyal fan base. I don't think it's going to take work away from them. I don't see Steve Harvey losing any work. But but according, according, according but the, but according but hold on. But according to that, Ma, there's a reason for that loyal fan base. When mm -hmm. somebody puts you, when somebody gives you every opportunity of visibility, mm -hmm. as, as Steve Harvey does, he has multiple television networks, talk shows. So he's mm -hmm. on primetime television, and he yeah, also is on cable. Well All right, mm -hmm. and and, and obviously, and obviously, Kevin Hart also has multiple commercials, multiple movie deals, multiple investments in mm -hmm. uh, in other comedian. Uh, platforms that elevates their platform and everything like that. So his his brand is mm -hmm. is, is going to be there and everything like that. So when you when you say when you say um, it won't take away the loyalty that some people have, one could also ask or or just I'll just make a comment that that won't go away because he's both of them. I've sort of been. I'm not saying they're not talented, but they've been. The chosen one, in a sense, yes, accepted by Hollywood that you don't really have a choice in terms of whether you you got to turn off the television, I guess. That's just right, to, just to avoid them and everything like that. Exactly. So their 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 following is gonna be what it is because yeah. they, they have so many platforms and everything. And I'm not saying that they didn't work hard to get there. Mm -hmm. But I guess maybe this is where I was going to. I don't know if we're ready to uh, go uh, set, segue into another subject. But what was on my mind as well, Ma, was does that diminish someone's um, talent? Does that diminish someone's talent because maybe they had an easier path to get to where they are? So maybe Kevin Hart's platform and everything maybe he took a different route than what cat williams did does that reduce should we have a problem with that i don't think the the audience can control that i don't think the audience can can can, can necessarily control that i think that the it, it is the 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 working comedian the working actor or whatever, they have to determine how well they're going to let that affect them. You can, you, there's only so much you can control. And let me break it down when I say there's only so much you can control. You get what is called sides. That's a portion of the, the, the script that you get when you go into an audition. That, that, that is called sides. Some might think of it as a scene, but in the business, it's called S-I-D-E-S, sides. Let's say Kevin Hart, let's break it down to to, to Cat Williams and, 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 and uh, Ricky Smiley in the Friday. They both movie. got the same, the same opportunity the for the movie time. deal, but all right, they, they've, been, they've been given, a, they've been given an audition. Right. They've been given an audition. All right, what happens next? They both got the same size. 
the part of money mind, the role of money mind. Perhaps Hollywood knew more about Ricky Smiley than they did about Cat Williams because I don't know what Ricky Smiley's number was going into the audition, but Kevin Hart was 2001. Wait, number two. No, 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 you're talking about Cat, Cat Williams. Cat Williams was number 2001. When, because you're you given it when you go into the audition, you're given a number. Oh, okay. That was, okay. I, we're not talking about a year. Okay. So, right. so Cat Williams was, was 2001. Number he was auditioning number 2001. 201 or 2000? Auditioning number one or number two, you know, the first person seen, the second person seen, but Cat Williams was the 201st person seen. All right, let's clarify that because we're moving okay. a little fast. So, so Cat Williams mm -hmm. was given number 201. One, yes. All right. Was given okay. I'm sorry. What did I say? 2000. Well, he was given two, number 201. All right. When he went in and got, went into his sides, he was went in to, before he even read. And then they ask you before you even do your audition, they ask, do you have any questions? Obviously, his questions centered around the rape of Money Mike. He didn't feel that there, there's nothing funny about rape. And I think this. I'd like to interject and say I, this scene needs to either be taken out or can we rework it this way? So that's what he was talking about during that portion of the interview. Exactly, because they right. always ask you, do you have any questions? Maybe you might not want something changed. You might just want something clarified. All right. About the character. Mm -hmm. But they always give you an opportunity to get some clarification about your character before you jump into your audition. Having left the audition, uh, the, obviously the producers and so forth said, you know, we were really looking at Smiley for Money Mike, but this dude, Cat, he nailed it. Why don't we switch it and give him Money Mike and make Ricky Smiley the Santa Claus dude. Fast forward to the movie's been made and well, the movie is being made. It's not, what Cat Williams is saying is that while they were on set, Ricky Smiley created the dissension because he really wanted that role of Money Mike and so he, being that he was the more popular and everybody, most of the cast and crew knew of him. Which he was. He was the more popular. People were, he he took it upon himself to say, that should have been my role. And dude made it seem like dude went in there and did something to steal his role. Mm -hmm. Pat Williams didn't say anything. Throughout the whole time the movie was made, and the movie was made years and years ago. Apparently, Cat Williams is saying, I've had enough. I'm tired of everywhere I go, people telling me 
Ricky Smiley said you stole his role. Ricky, Ricky Smiley said he was the one supposed to play Money Mike. And you went in there and you flipped it and you, you know, because Ricky Smiley had already, according to Cat, spread the rumor among the cast and crew while the movie was being shot. And they had lunch. You go to lunch and you sit around and you talk. And these people, the extras who don't have no big roles, but they're fawning all over the stars. And sometimes stars can feed off of that and start gabbing and running their mouth and so on and so forth. And then once the movie is shot, these younger actors who are bragging, yeah, I was in the movie Friday. Why wait now, though, Mom? That movie came but, out a no, decade ago. Stuff, I'm just saying how rumors can spread. Mm -hmm. But why wait? I'm why wait? Now? And some of them can say, "Well, I heard Ricky Smiley said Cat Williams stole his role," and that's how the the rumors spread. Not really trying to, you know, they sometimes be, actors out here who are struggling will embellish. To make themselves look bigger. Are you well, following I guess, me? I guess where, where, I'm, where, I'm, where I'm going is that movie was made a decade ago. Yes. If, if, it's, if, it's, if it's valid, why wait this long to set the record straight when he's, as Cat Williams said, he's mm -hmm. done uh Close to ten. I can't remember the mm -hmm. record. I apologize to Cat Williams. Who knows? But, but I what, understand what, that. I mean, Who knows? Maybe he's just tired of hearing these rumors about him, and he's speaking up. Okay. This is his time to speak up. Another thing, he all you have to remember that all of these people that had these. Picked a little beef with Cat for whatever reason, had their time on Club Shay Shay Couch. They did. Before Cat did. And maybe Cat said, making, like he said, I take notes. I take my little notes. Maybe his book got full. But if they said something I about Cat, but now it's time for me to come on and tell what's really going on in Hollywood because I got some projects coming up and but we didn't his name though. Oh yeah. That interview okay, with Ricky okay. Smiley no, and his name. They talked around him. Okay. You can mention, you can talk about somebody and never mention their name. You can, if you say in the, if they're sitting on the couch and saying, it, it's not hard to figure out the, if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm saying money Mike should have been my character, but certain folk went around and went in there and I came out. Next thing I know, I'm playing Santa Claus. Well, who ended up getting the role of money Mike? Mm -hmm. Don't take that to see who they be, who the beef might be with. All right, let me get, let me get back to um, um, a, a previous question. Should 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 we have an issue? And I don't mean we, just the two of us. Mm -hmm. 
but we, you know, who, you know, support black comedy and everything. Um, mm -hmm. Should we have an issue with the door and the time that a Kevin Hart spent to where he is versus the door and the route that Cat Williams took or Cedric the Entertainer took or Mike Epps? You can have an issue all day long, but you don't control nothing but yourself. You can have an issue till the cows come home, but you can't control anything but yourself. And when I say you, you can only control yourself, that is how much work you're putting into it. Are you writing your own material? Are you, what, what's your grind? You can only control your grind. A perfect example is what's going on now with, uh, with, with, um, uh, in the color in the, in the color purple with uh what's her name uh not not fantasia, fantasia. not fantasia oh gosh what's her name her name is escaping me right now she was on the pot empire uh and baby boy what's her name you know her i do um taraji b p henson taraji taraji thank you I just drew a blank mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. In terms of her, she had to fire her whole crew because she had all put in all these this this work, all this grind. She was all Golden Globe and Emmy and and and, and Academy Award nominee and Empire was blowing up. So where are my commercials? Where are my deals everybody making money but me but she's so I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned you that because i don't want to get off too so off much. You can, what, 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 when you ask what should she took control as what she as what she can she fired her staff but also has you responsibility so much for yourself you can't make hollywood just give you a contract you can only control your end. Go in there, do the work, speak up for yourself. And there's pretty much all you can do. Mm -hmm. If you take it, because they're going to follow the money. The, these uh, conglomerates or whatever the, that, that control it. They're going to follow the money. They're going to follow the popularity, but they're going to control the purse strings. And right. that is the money. They're going to control it. They're going right. to control. Right. That was the first thing I took from, from that and everything when they showed the, the, exactly. the, back, the vast gap between her um, her earnings versus um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a white comedian and everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, but the, what I also took it took from that is like that's years of a gap because she compared herself to another um, actress who's on the yeah. on the long running uh, hospital yeah. show. Um, yeah. I can't remember who that was, but at the same time, too, that doesn't happen overnight. So, right. Right. so, so at still, Taraji P. Henson, Henson would have to take responsibility in terms of who was her agent. That's right. Those times that allowed that gap to continue to grow. She's taking mm -hmm. she she's she's taking the reins now of saying, "Hell, this shit got to stop." Right. You know, she's saying that now. 
But when yeah. the gap continued to grow, she, I'm, I would hope she was aware mm -hmm. that my I continued and she to probably keep was. She probably just, mm -hmm. she probably was. But like Cat Williams, you can only take so much before it explodes. Right. Right. You can only take so much before you say, okay, enough is enough. True. He has reached his explosive level. She has now reached hers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That I feel like that's what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. But the, but in between that, you didn't want to ruffle feathers. You didn't want to be the, the one that looks like you're creating dissension. When she didn't want to look like Wendy Reiner and he didn't want to look like Wob Reiner whining all the time. The whiners. Now they're saying, forget about looking like I'm whining. I'm re I'm, 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 I'm at an age right now where I got kids I want to send to college. You understand what I'm saying? Cat Williams got eight kids. I'm sure he's trying to put feed them and get them through college, and you know. But with him, with him, that's 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 different because he's always he's always been saying <laughs> the joke on Club Shay Shay was like he was like, "Don't talk about my my uh my royalties and my earnings because whatever I got, I got it on me right now." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so his his is his is a different. His his is slight. Let's put it like this: his is slightly different because that might not be his priority. His priority might be something else that he's protecting, and it might respect. be just his respect and and, and 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 he and his name and his name, his character. Sometimes all of that 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 is more than your money, right? Because, like he said, I got my I got my royalties on me. Hmm. Then. He, you he's probably protecting his his product as they say nowadays my brand but my but what, brand. What, we missing, what we missing it ma is let's just take kevin hart and kev and cat williams together okay kevin hart has has not to my knowledge ever called out kevin hart specifically about Anything in his career. In fact, he's he applauded him and said, you know, champ, even his latest response to Cat Williams interview was, hey, man, I hope you get that hate out your heart, you know, rooting for your champ. That's all he said. Ooh, Kevin didn't, comment, didn't comment anything specifically on what Cat Williams said. Just pretty much just I hope you get that hate out your heart. I'm not going to comment on that. There was an interview he did on The Breakfast Club by again, okay. just, just saying mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. according to he was responding to Kevin Hart. So he didn't bring uh -huh. up the subject. He they asked uh -huh. him, What are you what are these latest comments you would say about what Kevin Hart? I mean, what Cat uh -huh. Williams said about you. And Kevin Hart uh -huh. said, Well, my comment to uh Cat Williams is the reason why he is not where I am, is according to Kevin Hart. He said he did not show up for auditions. Um, he um he was not a professional when it came to movie auditions and things okay. like that. Not talking about what he did in in, right. in in comedy and everything on on stage and everything. He just I understand what you're saying, and so, I got so something he to say. Responded to that, but he's never really called out him instead mm -hmm. of him responding and everything. Mm -hmm. What I what I'm still like trying to figure out is why does Kevin Hart? Why does Kevin Cat Williams want to call out Kevin Hart without Kevin Hart calling him out? 
just because Kevin Hart took a different route to where he did than than Cat Williams. It, it 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 may not even be about the route. It, it may it be about? about the route, but it may not even be it may, the route might have certainly the route might factor into it a little bit. But you have to understand how Hollywood works. Is Kevin Hart saying what Hollywood told him to say, what his handlers told him to say, or is this Kevin Hart? So shouldn't shouldn't so shouldn't Cat Williams be airing that out on Hollywood and not necessarily the individual? Or or both? Or both? He did. Okay. He did. Okay. He did. He told you who these handlers are. He talked about how they control you. Mm -hmm. And how he's not willing to jump through no hoops. He wasn't really willing to go down on Harvey Weinstein. Mm -hmm. But he told you what, Holly, what, what, what Harvey Weinstein was doing right. before Harvey Weinstein finally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cat Williams ain't never been on. Mm -hmm. So he can tell you exactly what's going on. They, they have tried, but he don't. He's not bought. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why he is not Kevin Hart. He is not up there with Kevin Hart because he won't play the game. Mm -hmm. He won't allow. And, and the game go way back to Betty Davis with days. Hollywood used to tell you who you can marry. They used to set you up in a marriage. They controlled everything. This, they called it, you were owned by the studio. And some of that is still going on now, although they, they just pretty much don't call it you're a product of MGM and Universal. You can only do movies for Universal. You can only do movies for MGM. Now you can do movies for just about any you want to, but Hollywood still has that control. Mm-hmm over certain entertainers and Kevin Hart is Hollywood's baby let's just there's no way you cannot say that he isn't and how come we weren't seeing that back in the 60s and the, and the 70s and the 50s you were well who you were well how you come it wasn't how come it wasn't how come it wasn't how come we're not seeing that as we see right now with with a with a Bill Cosby calling out a, a Rick Fox or Paul Mooney calling out uh Flip Wilson or whatever like that. I'm just how come we I don't remember because well, you don't born, because but, you <laughs> don't you, you don't you don't you don't have social media. All right. You don't have social media. Mm -hmm. And so of course that's not gonna get out to the general public and Hollywood can shut it down. It's at, Hollywood could shut down a lot of things that, that that certain entertainers were out here doing. If a certain entertainer got picked up for rape or or incest or what have you, and you were a box office hit, Hollywood could make that all disappear and not and even touch what I, your career. And that's what I wanted to unpack. It wasn't me like disagreeing with you or or saying like being naive and everything like that. 
But that's what I was really trying to get at with this conversation mm -hmm. is to, to get beyond the face value of him just talking about the person. I wanted to really unpack the way Hollywood has this word gatekeeper is really becoming yes. popular. Because it's a powerful Mike thing. Epps said it. Mike Epps said it several times mm -hmm. in one of his interviews on The Breakfast mm -hmm. Club. He used that word mm -hmm. gate, gatekeepers and everything. Um, also, you know, um, I'm not going to um, say anything about Kevin Hart's work ethic. I mean, he wouldn't be doing all of this. Obviously, one, he wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But one thing I, one thing that mm -hmm. did bother me, though, is um, two things. You said about, you know, um, court cases and everything like that. Let's not forget mm -hmm. that Kevin Hart has still managed to have his commercials, his comedic tours, his movies and everything with the ongoing the DUI that got DUI, covered up, you the know, that got covered car, up and everything. But when he wrecked so the car, on, when he wrecked the car, and everything, um, the infidelities and everything, that's, not illegal, that's not illegal, but the infidelities and everything, that's not illegal, but you can get canceled for that. You know, Hollywood can cancel you for that because you in the news too much for negative purposes and right. everything, but he still managed to keep his platform even with all this negativity that has occasionally in, keep inserting it themselves into his world and everything. Um, but make no mistake, let him, let him do something that piss off the gatekeepers. Like say and something, like say something anti-Semitic. Like say something anti-Semitic. Pardon? I said like say something anti-Semitic. It could be that. It could be anything that that goes against what you did when you didn't do, when the gatekeepers told you to do something and you didn't do it. Mm -hmm. You didn't obey. You went a different route. Mm -hmm. Then that's that ace in the hole mm -hmm. that I brought up earlier. Right. So he's in line with them. He's in line. He ain't not stepping out of line on nothing. And and whatever he's doing out there, they can make it go away. Right. That we don't know if he was that. He could have been at P Diddy so-called parties. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that, that look at, you know they can make the, the gatekeepers. Let me tell you, it's real. It's Unfor real. Unfor unfortunately, though, that's anybody who was commenting about the the you know this and that and the. the this this person of color, it's just not even person of color. This black person mm -hmm. um, is at a seat at the table and everything, and has an invitation here and everything mm -hmm. like that. And and there's some some um, some frustration behind that. Anybody who's commenting on that, you can look at somebody in your work history. That you right. could say that person was the chosen one. They were the mm -hmm. accepted one. They could go through mm -hmm. certain doors and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, they were given opportunities of elevation. It didn't say that they weren't qualified, but they were 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 deemed safe. Yeah, 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 see, yeah. So they, they, they so were it deemed wasn't, safe. It wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't that they were not qualified, but they were given an opportunity that some black people said, you know what, I'm I'm not willing to 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 do that to walk through the door and everything right. like that. Exactly. My style just to get in the door. Correct. Cat Correct. Williams and that's style what I, is totally and that's, different 
from 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 Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart style. It's like Prince and Michael Jackson. It's like Prince and Michael Jackson. There's no 10-year-old or 11-year-old kid going to be listening to Prince. You got to know your audience. Those, that 10 or 11-year-old kid is listening to Michael Jackson. And there are certain adults that are listening to Michael Jackson. Prince is a whole different audience. That's totally grown up. Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart, pretty much the same way. Little kids and grown-ups. You can take your kids to the movies and see Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. You can't do that with Cat Williams. Mm -hmm. Cat Williams going to totally be grown-up. Mm -hmm. R-rated. Very, very, very few of his material going to be Family oriented. Kevin Hart is not willing to. He can. I mean, Cat Williams can go. Uh, television. He did uh, the wife and kids. He has had shows, you know, roles on on that and, and so on and so forth. But in terms of his style, he. He know what he's comfortable with. He knows where his fan base is, and he's going to be loyal to his fan base first and foremost. Mm -hmm. But and I respect him for that. You, uh, every actor has to know he has Kevin Hart. Uh, Cat Williams has a whole lot of range, right? He has a whole lot of range. Absolutely, but he has a he has a fan base that is true and loyal. But. To add add into that, the same way a prince has a loyal audience, and some mm -hmm. people may may celebrate him, but may not go to the show and everything, but they'll right. still, they'll still you know celebrate him and everything because of his talent. Mm -hmm. As some people will celebrate a Michael Jackson and right. his talent, and will spend the money to go to a, a concert, but mm -hmm. uh, and some won't, but they'll still recognize and everything. Mm -hmm. That's also what I what I saw was missed in everything like that. With Kevin Hart and everything like that, you may not think that he is a, a, a as a great comedian as a Cat Williams. I personally don't think he's as fun as as a comedian. We're talking stand up, stand up. Right. I do not think he's a, a better stand up comedian than a Cat Williams. But that does not diminish his qualifications as an entertainer, right? And everything. Now he has that. he has he has maybe been the accepted one that says, you know, mm -hmm. we are going to give this to you and everything because mm -hmm. you're safe and everything like that. So you are going to have more opportunities and everything like that. But also there is a talent that still comes with it. I do think that he's talented and everything like that. And so I don't, we shouldn't miss that through this controversy and everything like that. But some people are. We shouldn't miss that. We shouldn't miss that. They're taking sides. They're taking sides. But see, this is where social media comes in. Mm -hmm. Social media is forcing you to take sides. You have certain trolls out here that can make you put that, press that click button and say, uh-uh, this is how I feel. Or this is what I think going on. Mm -hmm. Social media creates the, the, the dissension. Mm-hmm. 
keeps that dissension going. It's like the Michael Jordan and the LeBron James argument. You have certain algorithms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Certain algorithms. And these, don't think these algorithms aren't at work right now with this Kevin Hart thing. Oh, algorithms work. That's why the viewership was so high. Because mm -hmm. the algorithms was working overtime. Mm -hmm. it, it shut down anything that was, it shut down the, the, the politics. It shut down the war, people's opinion on the war, the, the candidates running for president. It shut down everything. I think that was more about the I think that was more about the authenticity and the the the, the specificness. I don't even know that's a word. Um, mm -hmm. But 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 how truthful Kevin? I mean, uh, Cat Williams was in the internet, and mm -hmm. how we do love gossip. Come on, we love the gossip. United States we love, love gossip, love drama, and everything like that. And the latest new latest controversy and the latest news is going to be clickbait. Uh, yes. Shoot, we talking about it. So we yes. sit on our platform talking about it. So make no, about mistake, it. You know, make no mistake, you know, and everything. And because this is going to dominate. Don't, this ain't over. This is going to be carrying on. And, and the more popular it gets, the more it's going to pick up. And you're going to see a whole lot of topics get pushed to the back burner. Mm -hmm. Because I this is, is going to be <laughs> this is going to be no news in two weeks. Unless right? unless Unless somebody comments who felt like they were wrong to continue the feed and everything. Otherwise, this is going to be long gone and everything in two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, unless Cedric Entertainer or Ricky Smiley or Steve Harvey mm -hmm. or Kevin Hart decide mm -hmm. to do a sit down mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, and specifically comment on that. But right now, it's funny it, as it, hell. It, it's doing what it's supposed <laughs> to do. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Doing what it's supposed to do in the age of social media. It is doing what it is supposed to do. And that is to create controversy, conversation, and opinion. Mm -hmm. All right. It's doing what it is supposed to do. Um, well, speaking of opinion, mind, you know, as I was like getting my like thoughts together on this one, mind. Um, I did put together what I believe is my top five black comedians of all time. Okay. And that's where I want to really wrap this segment up uh, by, you know, I don't know if you want to give yours. I mean, yeah. you, you, let me jump on it. All right. I mean, all right. I'm, let I'm, me jump, jump just, on it now. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to give my top five mine. Um, and yeah. I'm going to briefly comment on why specifically I have that person in the top five. Okay. Um, because... The reason why we tend to think alike, so I'm looking at my list to see if you if mine matches yours. Okay, <laughs> we do, we do. I mean, we are mom and son, and son. Uh, but the reason why I want to also give the, the reasons why I have some of these individuals at, in my top five is because there is the how some people blend a comedian versus an entertainer. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. They they can you 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 can you can be an entertainment entertainer and have some some comedy to you, but at at the depth mm -hmm. you're a comedian. The same the same way some people would say that this person is a great singer. No, they're a great entertainer. They're not a right. great singer, but they're a great entertainer. Right. But they're, they're still a great entertainer. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give no names about that, but that's where I'm going on on this. <laughs> this is not in any particular order, by the way. 
All right. So I want to just say this is my five, but not any okay. particular order in terms of who's the best. I have Dave Chappelle in my top okay. five. I have Dave Chappelle because of his long-standing stand-up career. Okay. Um, before and after the Dave Chappelle show, you know, um, he is, you know, sort of reinvented him himself a little bit. He has gone beyond uh, what would people call in cancel culture. Um, he is willing to comment on things that would get some would make someone else worried about being canceled. And he okay. is willing to to talk about that and his respectability among other comedians. He's well respected among his peers and his writing, okay. his writing ability. The way he can tell a joke that is about the LGBTQ community, transgender community, black mm -hmm. community, politics and everything. And the way he can write a joke and make you think about how how angry you should be, but also looking at how funny it is. Uh, uh, that you're um, even angry at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's one in there. Richard Pryor, again, one of the one of the GOATs. Um, I put him on there of how he navigated what I think would be censorship. You commented on that earlier about um, how Paul Mooney and Flip Wilson's and everything have been, were censored. Um, and you know, they still managed to have a, uh, he still managed to have a great career. Eddie Who's Murphy, that? Who's I, I that? Said Richard, that was Richard Pryor. Oh, okay. That was Richard Pryor. My okay. number three, again, this is not particular order, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Um, Eddie Murphy for his uh, stand-up. Um, he has two iconic stand-up specials that are still getting views to this day. Um, and mm -hmm. it's been regarded as one of the top all-time stand-ups um, okay. of all time. Um his, I would call him the savior of SNL. No. Was, SNL was oh, in the nice. mm -hmm. and yeah, He was the savior of, of SNL and his character development. Okay. The way he can play many characters in his films um, and impersonations and so on and so forth. Bernie Mac, I'm going to speed this up because I want to get yours, Ma. Bernie Mac, his authenticity, his integrity. And his ability to storytell. Okay. We saw that in the Kings of Comedy. His ability to, to take things in his family and storytell it and make it funny as hell. Okay. Um, and make mm -hmm. it relatable. It's like, that's yeah. my family. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and, and last but not least, uh, Martin. Martin Lawrence. I thought Martin okay. Lawrence was groundbreaking in taking uh, hip hop. Oh, yeah. Hip, mm -hmm. hip hop and blending mm -hmm. that in with uh deaf comedy jam mm -hmm. as one of the best you know when 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 black shows weren't really popular Mar martin is still getting views today yes um, and on, mm -hmm. on to, into his film his film career and everything so i i think martin was groundbreaking um and what he was able to do in the 90s and also with deaf comedy jam and the rise of hip hop culture blending that together okay. Okay. I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. You went in terms of comedic entertainers, living or dead. Correct. Correct. I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. I went a slightly different route. Go ahead. Because what prompted this is the stand-up comedian. All right. The stand-up comedian. And so I'm talking the stand-up comedians that are working 
today. So obviously that eliminates my favorite who are who have passed on. Mm-hmm. And I can't include them in this. Mm-hmm. Because I'm specifically talking about my top five who are working today. Today. And, and we're talking, we, okay. And you're talking about stand up. We're not talking about mine. Stand up. Yours was comedic entertainers. That includes stand up as well as film and television. Right. Because Martin Lawrence was narrowed mine down to this is specifically stand up. The Chitlin Circuit. The, now th- that's working today. Mm-hmm. Not even the Chitlin Circuit. That's working today. My favorite top five comedians that are working working the boards today. Damn, I'm I'm rethinking mine because there's somebody I might want to replace now. I wonder if you got them. But go ahead. Damn. And this is strictly stand-up. We ain't talking film or nothing. We talking stand-up. Let's make that clear. All right. Number one is Cat Williams. He's to me, he is number one because of his ability to tell a story and the physicality. He's, he gets physical. He be sweating his ass off. <laughs> and on the floor, mm-hmm. he uses props. He, he can take that, that stool and turn it into an animal mm-hmm. or a person. He can make the microphone, whatever it wants to be in the routine. Mm-hmm. The physicalness of him. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. It reminds me of the old school comedians, the, 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 the slapstick, as they call it, mm-hmm. like Carol Burnett, and that could get real physical with mm-hmm. their comedy. Mm-hmm. So he's number one. Number two, Dave Chappelle is raw on wheels, just raw funny. Mm-hmm. He's number two. It's just raw. He's going to say what he got to say. And get to the rawness of it, the uncover the meat of it, mm-hmm. down to the marrow. Mm-hmm. Number three, Arnez J. I knew you was gonna pick him. Old school side splitting funny. Can't get physical like no, that. Nonstop. But he's fun. just that old school. He take you back to the old school of comedy. Mm-hmm. Number four, Dion Cole. Ooh. Normal host of Comic View. Just funny, new wave, comedy, hip hop. To me, he's all of that. And just plain funny. He don't even have to open his mouth sometimes. He could just stand there and just the the laugh just fall off of him. Mm. And number five, Luanel, that woman can work the boards like any man. Luanel is she can get up there. If you put her on the stage with any of these four, she gonna hold her on. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give you a wild card, and I want to know want to know how you did because I see what you did right there, Ma. Mm-hmm. And this is stand-up comedians. Right, right, right. Stand-up comedians who are a lot. Who are a lot. Because I know you would have put Bernie Mac in there. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Richard but he would have been talking number a lot. one. We talking he would But I got to name one. I'm very surprised you didn't put him in there. Earthquake. 
Earthquake is in there. Okay. Earthquake is in there. He would have been probably six or seven. Okay. I would have had George Wallace above him. Oh. Okay. You know, he would have been in the top 10. Mm -hmm. uh, shoot. Uh, DL, and, you know, because he's still doing stand up. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. He would he's in the top ten, but these are the top five to me. The, okay. the top five that are working the boards in stand-up comedy today. All right. Well, that wraps it up. That was a good Where list, Rob. That? Uh, that was a good list. I really like the way you took it back to stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to a show, whether it's a hundred people that can get in the room, or we yes. trying to sell out a uh we trying to sell out um you know an arena or something like that mm -hmm. these are people that's gonna make you laugh um yeah. have a long following yeah I, that was a good yeah. list ma that was a good way to you wrap gonna, this no. you, you, you gonna come out sweating and tired and out of breath mm -hmm. that was a good one <laughs> all right well that's where we gonna leave it um this was a, a a great discussion coming into the new year of 2024 um my dudes, you always have the last word. So anything you want to leave our listeners here before we wrap up the show? Well, I just want to, again, thank our listeners for tuning in. I, I'm sure some of them uh, have their opinions. And let us know what your opinions are, because this uh, this this topic of uh, this Club Shay Shay moment uh, has uh, a lot of people talking. Second of all, shout out to my baby sister, Judith Lynn Lee. Uh, who has been elected city councilwoman at large for the city of Norton, Ohio, a suburb of Akron. Uh, our family, we are just so overjoyed and so happy. Baby Lynn, I know it's been a whole long struggle. Uh, you've been in this race for many, many years. And you finally won it. She was just sworn into office, uh, I believe, on Tuesday. Uh, the family, we are just elated. We have a politician in our family, y'all. So she's out there walking the walk and, and doing the talk. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Aunt Lynn. Well, that wraps up the show. Once again, you are either watching or listening My Dukes and Son. My name is Ziggy Blackwell. And, and I'm Jeanette Blackwell. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.